This is the G220 effect. And I wanna just give you this. It's a capital G, then they got the 220, then you got the effect that follows. So we here in the booth, bringing you truth, bringing a word that's gonna hit you right where it splits you, the heart dividing, doing what it do, asunder, piercing, doing what it do. It's the word of God, y'all. When you say right where it splits, <laughs> I can't help but just think that that's a funny saying. I was worried about what was coming next. No, nah, man. It's the <laughs> word of God, man. You know, so when you get that living word, what it do? It changes your life. It roots out the old stuff and bring in the new stuff. You know, it's like packing your bags and leaving. And guess what? You return and you different. Amen. <laughs> that is what the word truly yes, does. Yes. And GT20 effect, for those that don't know, it's Galatians 2.20. And just to paraphrase, it says, it's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. Did y'all hear so, that? Christ. Christ in us. That's who we are expressing on here. That's the effect on our lives. That it's no longer us who live, but our lives are supposed to be an expression of who Christ is. So yeah. welcome to the G220 Effect. We are still going to continue sharing truth and power because we are in a place where we believe that people need to be empowered by the truth of the word of God. So yeah. we are bringing these topics that continue to challenge us so that we can grow in the word and not just be uh, suckling on that milk, but but be able to take strong meat. So if if, if maybe we say something and it, 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 it makes you think or it offends you, uh, uh, I pray that that's just conviction and that we can go deeper into the word to rightly divide it so we can grow together. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I, I just feel like some of the stuff that we talk about, it, it's going to do those things and, and you're going to have to think, you're going to contemplate. And so we we come to you really right now with the, the object or the, the thing to know is that who, how many are willing to change? How many are willing to say, oh, well, I can be better in the spot I'm in. And as I grow older, I can continue to be better. And that's what God wants from us. He wants continual growth until the son of man returns or till we go. And that date that he says, come home, one of the two. And so that's why we bring truth. We know we're not, we not lying because guess what? Our God is not a lie and nor is he a failure. And so we come bringing you truth with the, with, with the expression and knowing that God is alive. And he's forever living, forever knowing, and we're going to one day see him. And it's in the word. Romans 12, it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So uh, uh, that's Paul urging the brothers and sisters that, hey, 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 you know what? Your body is a living sacrifice for God. You are a temple that hosts the Holy Spirit. So therefore, yes, that G220 effect should be in you. You should. Yeah. It should be less about who you are and Christ in you being expressed. And he said, because to, to be able to do that, you must renew your mind yeah. you must uh, uh look at the word and, and and see what god is saying and see how it can work for you and change you and transform you the word should be a mirror to show you what you should be looking like so yeah we pray that this word as we always say is changing you yeah and and so i wanted to say when deny was talking is that we this is the this is what we pose the mirror when she said mirror it brought up something in me when you know we're opposed to mirror the one who made us you know, it, it's we supposed to be a, a replication of who made us. And, and so who made us? God. 
He breathed the breath of life into man, and man became a living soul. And so from then on, man had to make a choice whether I want to be like the one who made me or do I just want to be like self. And I don't even know who self is. So I got to find my identity in the one who made me because guess what? That's where my choice lie. That's what my understanding is going to be. That's what everything about me is going to be. And the one who made me, he has all the answers about me. Amen. And of course, you said something that we should probably discuss right now is what we're talking about today. And Steve just talked about it. It's a choice that we have to make. Yes, choices, choices, choices. Life is full of choices. And we know that whatever choice that you make, you're going to you're going to get the fruit of whatever that choice is. The Bible even tells us that the word of God is a seed. And guess what? It's not just any seed. It says it's an is the incorruptible word of God, meaning when you plant that thing, uh, I don't care if you put concrete on it, whenever that thing starts to split, crack, that thing will sprout up and it will still bring forth life. So it is the seed, that seed, whatever you plant, you will produce. There's nothing that you're going to put in that you won't get out. And that's just the same as the choices that we make in life. Whatever that I'm planning, whatever I'm choosing, whatever decision I'm making, whatever choice I'm given and whatever I decide to do with that choice is going to determine where I'm going, is going to determine the results that come from that. Amen. So we wanted to talk about that because life is full of choices. Yeah, life, 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 life. Life, this life we're in is full of choices. And you know, you know what's funny, since you said that, you know what, the first choice we usually make each day is what we're going to wear the next day, and it starts in the morning. And so with that, what color socks I'm going to wear? I'm going to wear the holy socks. I'm going to wear the good <laughs> socks. I'm going to wear the new pack socks I just bought. Am I going to wear that T-shirt that, you know, that one T-shirt? I'm gonna, or I'm going to wear the, the one T-shirt that's over there, the black one, the blue one, the brown one. Am I, am, am I going to put on that shirt and wear that shirt? Or I'm going to wear this other shirt I got? Well, I'm going to wear my best shirt. You know, I'm going to wear my pants. And, you know, these are choices that we make, simple choices that sometimes become complex. Because we we tend to, I don't want to wear that because it don't look right on me. Oh, I like that shirt because the way the way it bring out my neck, you know. So it's just funny stuff like that. <laughs> but you know, I've I mean, never worn a shirt because of how it makes my neck come out. <laughs> I mean, it might be a guy thing, and it might not be nobody thing. It might be a Steve thing, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> he, hilarious. He got a though. strong neck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to start looking at my uh, outfit and be like, hey, how's my neck looking in this outfit, you know. <laughs> But choices, choices, choices. So that's the simplicity of choices we make. But we have choices on each day, decisions to, you know, decisions to make, you know, and it sometimes it hits, you know, whether I want to make make an argument out of a conversation that I have with someone or whether I want to, what do I want to eat for dinner, stuff like that. Or what do I want to do today or tomorrow? What are the things that, 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 that allow me to, continue to make a good choice that continue to grow from and, and, and am I making choices that are dead choices where um, I choose to make this argument and guess what happens it tends up breaking up friendships or you know stuff like that you know you, you know it just made me think about something the Holy Spirit just brought this up to me we might have some listeners out there uh, that are probably in their young adulthood in their 20s and 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 that to me is such a pivotal time I know we're talking about choices and choices are gonna have to be made. 
throughout our life, but I, I, I just really felt this in my heart. You have people who are younger that are having to make a lot of choices because now I'm transitioning from being uh, uh, dependent probably on, on, on family, dependent on uh, my parents, and now I'm transitioning to being independent because now I'm considered an adult and, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of choices to be made. There's a lot of things that need to, to, to show the transition and the maturity and all these things. And I know uh, uh, because of uh, having prayed with people in that age range and, and having to, to come along and encourage that, that this is such a pivotal time to, to make the choices. And I pray that just by this word today, I pray for those, that yo- those young people that are out there that uh, be at peace. God is with you. And we're going to, I just pray that whatever words that uh, are spoken through this recording today, that there will just be such a blessing to you who's out there who might be having to make many choices in your life right now. Yeah. And so with that said, it, it life, life, we live this life. We live this life to we walk the middle ground. And when we walk the middle ground, there's a choice to the left. There's a choice to the right. And we're hoping each day that we're making the right choices for ourselves. Are we consulting God to make choices or we're just making choices out of abundance of our heart? And so this is where we stand. This is where we at. And, you know, what choices I'm going to make that that sounds like it's right for me. And, and with that, let's just start out by just saying that the blessing is that God has given us the ability to choose. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. You know, so we talked, we had another recording where we talked about this. We talked about, you know, we talked about God is not just holding this puppet show and doing whatever he wants to do, that we have the ability to make choices. We have the ability to go in the word and see what God says and be able to apply it to our lives. And one of those things is, is, is in Genesis 2, 16 through 17. And yet in Genesis 2 and 16 reads as follows. And the Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge and of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For the in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. So here you go. At the beginning, we see man having to make a choice. You, they were given the free will to say, hey, he never said, oh, you know what? I, I'm God, so I'm going to put a gate around that thing and you're not, not going to go in there. No, everything was accessible, just like in life. You know, you have you have access to, to things. You have a, a, a wide variety, I mean, of, of choices that you can make and they're free to you. But which one are you going to make? Because yeah. we see right here, God is saying that, hey, you, you are, you're free to eat out of this tree. But, you know, out of this tree, don't eat it. And he's telling you already that this is, this is his commandment for you. This is his, his instruction for you. Yeah. And, and we all know what happened. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> the choice they made might have been not too good, you know. Because <laughs> hey, we know the end result that they had to look at the garden from afar, like with some gates on it. Like, hey, man, come on, you close it off to us, man. But. You know, and this is life for us also. You know, I always use the analogy while your mom or your dad tell you, hey, don't get off the porch. Why? Your brother or your sister not there? And guess what happens? You start to be tempted because you see all these other kids in the neighborhood playing, doing things, and the kid come, hey, why don't you come play with us? And so guess what happens? No, mom said don't get off the porch. So now it becomes a war. Wow. 
They're playing off the porch. They're having fun. Mom not out here. Ooh, maybe if I step off the porch, they won't know if I step off the porch just for a little bit. So you end up stepping off the porch and going to play. And guess what? When you come back to the porch after you finish, mom or dad is looking at you from the window or they downstairs waiting for you to come back to the porch. And guess what happened? Now you're in trouble because you disobeyed what they naturally told you. And so you made the choice, to the wrong choice. You didn't make the right choice. And so what happens when we make the wrong choice? There's the consequence of living with the choice we made. Ooh, pressure is on. And I think that's why some people are, are struggling. You know, they end up struggling with anxiety and, and struggling with all these issues because I, I really, and this is, again, my heart for the younger adult people. You know, I, I, I want to make the right choice. I want to do the right thing. Even asking yourself, who will I marry? That's that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a choice that we have to make. And, and sometimes that can be a lot of pressure because, yeah, I don't want the consequences to be bad. I mean, if this thing is for life, I, I better be making the right choice. So I think get married to Jesus first before you start making that big choice. Get in that relationship <laughs> with Jesus, you know, let him walk you through it, you know. Just my little two cents. It might be best to make that choice first. To have yeah. to know yourself, to know have an identity in Christ. There's no rush, you know. That identity in Christ is what means everything. And out of that, you will be able to make even better decisions and better choices for yourself that you won't be anxious at the end. Oh, man. Oh, man, maybe I made the wrong decision and you can't really enjoy the fullness of what you have in front of you because you feel like you made the wrong choice. Yeah. So yeah, I just suggest know Christ, know <laughs> your identity in Christ. Right, right, right. <laughs> At least be walking in that direction in order for you to yeah. then make such a big decision because marriage is a big, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's a commitment. <laughs> so you, do you feel like to garner that decision of marriage that choice is like ouch it's like one of the biggest things in your life now you have to become one with someone that you that you may not never live with you may just know them surfacely on the surface you may you may just know them through your relationship now you got to know them entirety you got to know them in the fullness of who they are and that's a that's a really really deep decision. Now I gotta give over myself. I gotta submit some of the things that I, I some things I can't do no more. Yeah, because the know? Bible says that the two of y'all are gonna have to become one. You gotta cleave. Yeah. So so there will be some getting rid of old things and, yeah. and and all that stuff. And and that comes from really being secure in who you are. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's a big choice. Yeah, it, it's maybe one of the one of the top two choices I, I've ever made. So, I mean, I just give you a little tidbit. You know, one of the things was um, when I got married, it, it was like, okay, Lord, ah, here it is. This, this, this woman's perfect, you know, for me. And here it is. I have the, the opportunity to choose, Lord. You gave me the opportunity to say yes or no. And one of the things that I, I when I said yes, I had already said it in my heart. I said, oh, my God. And then after I married her, it was like, man, this is the greatest choice I've ever made, Lord. I've I, I made a life commitment to the woman I, that, that's like me, that walks like me, talks like me, that understands like me, that understands me and wants to get to know me. And it's almost like 
she she was lording lord the lord was lording her to me what i mean by that he was lording her to me he was pulling her like come on come on come on just attach the hip just attach the hip yes it's attached okay let's go and it fits hallelujah <laughs> it fits. <laughs> like a puzzle piece man you know how you plan on a puzzle and the some parts don't look they look the same but it don't fit and you're like oh man let me i gotta go back to the drawing board but this one right here was just like oh okay it looks different but guess what watch it fits it's gonna fit and it, it exactly that's what it did it fit and so that's when we make good choices you know things begin to line up things begin to fit and you know and you grow from that when things fit and line up you start to grow and get more understanding of who you are through that and so so let's look at Joshua being <laughs> asked by God this question so Joshua 24:15 it says and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord mm, mm. Choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Choose ye today who ye will serve. That's a question and that's a choice. And I believe that uh, Steve can even attest that one of the greatest choices that we ever made. And I think the best initial choice that 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 uh, uh, probably the the solid foundation to the pyramid. You know, if you had to, I'm I'm thinking about the food pyramid, how we learned oh it in God. school. But you know, <laughs> you know how they told you your grains were at the bottom. It's probably all changed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the solid part. For us was making the choice to say, yes, Lord, I receive the gift of salvation. I receive everything that Jesus came to on this earth to do for me, to take that and say, I receive it, Lord. I receive that gift of life eternal from you through Christ that I would never be separated from you once I received this precious gift. I believe that that was one of the greatest choices that we made. Actually, then there's another one. It probably ties into that too. So, so, so babe, help me. You might, you might agree too. And then the other one was receiving the baptism, of the Holy spirit to say, yes, I can't be, I can't do this on my own. There's something that I need that will help me. <laughs> and the Bible talks about it in John 14, 15, 16, and says that I will have a comforter, a helper, you know, and what more the father wants to give you such a precious gift. Yeah. If only you ask. And I said, yes. And I remember getting baptized in the Holy spirit and speaking in tongues right after, you know, how the Bible tells us that there's the evidence that comes with it and speaking in tongues and just knowing the power of that in itself. Yeah. Man, that whole package is a great, the one of the greatest choices I believe I ever made. Hey, you know, I got a story, y'all. You know, I was scared to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, man. You know, uh, and so when when it happened, it's it's an amazing story because, you know, I had went out of state. You know, I went to Kentucky, you know, and to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, it's funny because it... it, it the way it happened, it was like church had started, church was going, and church was over. And then right when I was walking out the door, it was like, nah, bro, you can't just walk out the door like that. And, you know, I felt it the whole time, like, okay, Lord, something's going to happen to me, and I know it's going to be good, but I don't know when. So if it don't happen today, that's fine, too, though. But I know something's going to happen, but when? And so it's like the, the, the lady called me back, and she's like, come on, you, come on now. You know what you need. You've been asking for it, but you've been scared to get it. And so here it come. And so 
immediately this woman touched, laid hands on me, and immediately it started to pour out. You know, I started to speak in other tongues, and I start I started to, to just praise God. You know, and it was an amazing feeling because I knew it. I knew what was going to happen that day. I knew it the whole day. But guess what? I started to get discouraged because guess I started to make the choice not to even receive it that day. And so the choice to not receive it, but then it was a war waging. Like, I want it, but uh, if I don't get it today, then it's fine. But the Lord was like, uh-uh, you chose it. You wanted it. So here it is. Take it. This is what you asked for. And I was like, all right, Lord. So, okay, I took it. And it's, it's one of the best things that have ever happened to me. And I remember the experience so vividly that it, 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 was, something, it was something that was great that happened in my life. And it... It, I just improved from that point on. You know, I, I started to get better and better and better and growing, growing, growing. And so here we are with the choice. Yes. And 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 that growth is part of what I, that's why we're saying that it, it just seems like it's that foundational thing that you need only because out of that then if you have the Holy Spirit who's teaching you, who's guiding you. The decision making gets a little bit easier. Yeah, Why? Because yeah. you have his spirit in you that's guiding you, that's teaching you, that's showing you the mysteries, yeah. that's telling you what's ahead of you that you might not see with your natural eye. So that's really helpful when you make that choice. I mean, even, you know, you go into a situation and the Holy Spirit just gives you that nudge in your heart. However, he speaks to you and you're like, Mm, something just doesn't feel right. Let me go ahead and get out of this gas station. <laughs> or yeah, okay, <laughs> you hitting in my you hitting in my book right now. <laughs> Steve has a good gas station story, man. So you know how you're not supposed to be somewhere that you know you're not supposed to be, and the Lord didn't tell you to be right there. The Lord is actually warning you from going, and so. I needed gas in my car, and I'm like, ah. I passed the gas station. I'm like, I should have went. And then I'm like, I get to this gas station where I know I ain't supposed to be, and it looks like, okay, trouble. And so I'm like, Lord, I need gas, though. But, you know, so I'm going to go into this gas station. Choice, right? Choice. And so I'm going to go to this gas station. Lord, just protect me as I go. And, you know, this gas station had a long list of stories that happened days and weeks before, and it's like, ah, bad neighborhood. So I go to the gas station. And immediately when I get out, I see a brother sitting at the door. I see a brother behind me walking around pumps. And I'm like, okay, Lord. Okay, Lord. What to do? What to do? What to do? Because this looks like I'm, I'm either about to get jack shot something. And so I'm like, Lord, <laughs> what, Lord what to do? But, you know, this is a predicament. This is the choice I made. So I'm like, what to do, Lord? What to do? And so immediately what I heard in my spirit, man, was give me a crazy praise. And I'm like, crazy praise? I'm like, okay, Lord, whatever comes out is going to come out. So, And he I, made a choice to listen to what he was feeling in the spirit and what he heard. Yeah, and so I began to walk to the door and get closer to the door. The guy's like roughhousing, like, what up, man? What's up? What's up? And so I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, God is good, man. God is good. So I gave him a crazy prayer. I'm like, God is good. I started getting louder and louder. God is good. And I could see out of my parenthal vision the other guy that was coming behind me he stopped in mid mid tracks, like, whoa, this what's wrong with this guy? And so I kept saying, God is good, God is good. And so I started to unction the guy, like, hey, ain't God good? And he looked at me like, whoa, like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I kept walking towards the door as I was saying it. And I'm like, ain't he good? Ain't he good? Ain't he good? And he just like, yeah, yeah, he good. And so as I'm going through the door, he said, man, give me $10. And I was like, Oh, shoot. I'm like, bless you, man. Bless you. And I get in the door. 
I forgot about getting gas. I just grabbed $10 out and was like, here. And I got in the car and I left. I'm like, man. And just the instance in midday over there, someone got shot and killed. And I'm like, oh, my God. Lord, you're so awesome. You're so awesome. So, one, I made a bad choice <laughs> to go to the gas station. I passed the gas station. was was highly lit in a better neighborhood. And I didn't go. And so... I made a choice. God gave me, he gave me um, uh, well, an alternate route, I would say, to, to get out of the situation. He said, okay, give me a crazy praise. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did that. And guess what happened? I made the choice to do that. It was a choice. And You're so like, I, ooh, I think I messed up when you spoke the first time, Lord. Let me make the right choice. Let me listen to you now, you know. Get me out of this. <laughs> you know, like sometimes what we do, you know, when God has, he made the choice clean and pure and right in front of us to make. We tend to sometimes second guess that and do something different. And, you know, and I think that all stems from us having a relationship with God. Because when we have a relationship with people, guess what happens? We start to make good choices for them, for us, for the situation that we may be in or the situation that arises. We make good choices because we know exactly who they are. And because, you know, sometimes we don't exactly know what God wants from us because we may not be studying our word to see how God responds or to see how God answers, you know, we might not know what, what's the right choice. And so, you know, a lot of times we should be consulting God, you know, and through prayer, you know, through reading his word, sometimes even fasting, you know, that we may get the outcome and we might get the just outcome and not the, the, the outcome, you know, that, that might be detrimental to our health or detrimental to us, you know. And so that's what God wants us to do, to consult him, to give it to him. But he can make a way out of no way. You know, sometimes, you know, we say this all the time. And I think that's one of those cliches, too. He can make a way out of no way. <laughs> no, that God makes ways out of ways that we see it and then it becomes clear, you know. And so that's where we at, man. We, you, it's, a cho- it's a choice in choosing the right thing and a choice of choosing God. You know, if he asking us to choose this day who we will serve, then who are we going to serve? Who are we going to serve? It's a choice. We can say no and God would be like, okay, one day, one day I'll see you again, you know? And so, but when you want to make the right choice at first? Yeah. Save me a lot of trouble. And, and, you know, the interesting thing is that Proverbs 16, 19 tells us that in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the, the Lord establishes their steps. And um, that to me is just a reminder that our heart, you know, if you read Romans, it talks a lot about that old man and the new man. <laughs> so when you have now made that choice, your first choice of that salvation, that gift to, to receive the gift of salvation, and, and, and you start battling, you know, you start battling with the old man wants to do what the old man wants to do. You know, in that situation, you know, somebody could be like, oh, well, you know, I grew up in these parts. I'm good. I, I know how to I can take care of myself. Exactly. <laughs> and you justify, you know, that's the plan of your heart. But if you now are 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 st- spending time within the word and spending time with God and allowing the Holy Spirit to direct you and be like, OK, yeah, I might be, you know, from these parts and everything. But man, when the Holy Spirit speaks i don't play around i know that you know this is what god is telling me and i'm doing just that and then we allow god to lead our steps and because he knows and he sees way better than we do and so i just feel like just to 
start off this conversation because I believe that we're going to have another part of this conversation because now we're going to talk about, you know, God's will versus our will. Like we're saying right now that, you know, men at the beginning had had a choice to make. And, you know, unfortunately, they made a bad choice. So now we're battling with our will, that old man, that old nature of us with our new nature who's like, hey, I I have other things that you need to know about yourself. So renew your mind so you can start to walk in this and start to make the right choices, knowing what God, how God sees you, how God uh, loves you, how, what God has empowered you with, what the word of God says about you. When you know these things, then you are able to make better choices. And you know, you can't make good choices when you, when you're harboring hurt or when you're harboring different things in your heart. Your choices become to get like it's like a mutant, like it, it becomes mutated and it, it changes and it becomes something different. And so you can't make good choices when you have other things going on, stuff that's weighing heavy on your heart, stuff that's weighing on your mind, and do you make a choice? Ah, that that might not be the best time to make a choice. So you have to renew your mind. As you the must words know say. that you have been made free. Yeah. You must know that it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who's in you. And 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 this word is a mirror to show you what you look like, so you can make those choices, so you can surrender those things that are in your heart to make the right choices. So there's definitely going to be a second part to this, and yeah. uh, we definitely didn't think that it was going to go this way. But I guess today the Holy Spirit. Spirit is just saying, make your calling. Let, let me just close off with this scripture. So in um in First Peter, uh, oh, Second Peter, sorry, Second Peter one. Um, it's good to read verses one through nine, but ten says, wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fail. How promising is that? Oh my goodness. So now when you know who you are and what you know that you've been called and 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 you were predestined for a good life in in God because you chose Christ. Man, you and you you follow after that. You won't fail. So my young people out there, there is a way where you get comfortable that that you're not going to fail because your your relationship with God is solid. And this is what we talked about today. Make that foundation choice, the right choice. Choose eternal life today. And for those that haven't received Christ. Uh, Well, it's simple as this. You know, you, you just open your heart. You know, when we pray. We, we acknowledge that you open your heart, and when, when the outcome comes, when we ask, or when we say, Lord, you know, it's just me and you. Lord, you know, I want things different in me. Lord, I, I just ask that you would come into my heart, and as you come and rearrange things, I'm open and willing for you to do it. Lord, I receive you this day, and you, me, we all in this together. Amen. Amen. Check out Romans 10, 9. Believe it in your heart. Confess with your mouth those things that I'm ready and you receive him and you have that foundation and you can start growing from there. Praise God. This has been the G220 effect. And we're ghosts.